Welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Hin Mazena and with me is Wael Hattar and we're reporting from day three of the Dubai International Film Festival. Um, in this episode, you, uh, later on, you'll hear me talk to uh, fellow film Twitter and cinephile friend Faisal Saleh about the two films we watched, La La Land and Only Men Go to the Grave. And now I think we'll talk about the films you watched, Wael, today, uh, which includes Gaza Surf Club, The Apprentice and Foreign Body. Uh, yes, actually, I had a range of films. The Apprentice was the uh, Singaporean film about the, the hangman and kind of working in there. So it was it was quite a strong film in terms of emotions and things beautifully produced, beautiful, wonderfully shot, very, very well researched and written. So I really enjoyed watching it. Um, then we come to Gaza Surf Club, a positive documentary about Palestine, which is not the only one, a very rare thing to get. So um, it was, again, also well done. I don't know if it's if it's more well done and less melodramatic because it's a German and, and, and foreign crew working on it. That's cruel. That's mean. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, it's definitely high on my list. I still haven't had a chance to see it. Um, so are you saying like it's an uplifting film compared to films that are about Gaza or Palestine? Yeah, I mean, it, it does. It doesn't. It doesn't dwell on on the on the drama that that's there, but it does actually kind of uh, present it to you. But then go on into how they're just living, how they're moving on, how they're how they're making things happen in their life. So so it it, it just look. We're here. We're dealing with it. Let us move on. And how are the surf scenes? Because I love surf culture. My d- deep down in me I'm convinced I'm a surfer but I don't think I'll ever be one but yeah I'm curious to know what were the surfing scenes like in uh, the film yeah, surprisingly the water in Gaza is pretty decent so the, some of the shots were good and they even had shots in Hawaii the kids are well the kids they're the, tw- the early 20 year olds they're they're not necessarily the the, the, the the bestest surfers but they're quite okay and they kind of float really well and uh, and then the, the final one I saw was um, Foreign Body which is a film about a girl who's kind of arrived on a boat and crashed and kind of um, kind of escaped into, into into France while reflecting on her life in um, in Tunis. So, you, so, but it's more about the, a, a, a trio of characters: her, um, the young girl, and the the boy from her town who's helping out a bit. But then also the um, the older lady who's taking care of her, Hiam Abbas, and she's wonderful in it. So, but what I have to comment about the, about the, the foreign body is that. The, the the filming, the acting, the the body language, everything on camera was was like perfect, almost perfect. But what what bothered me a little bit is that there was a, a few cracks in in the story that that kind of didn't sit with me. Um, so, for example, she she lands in. Uh, and on on the shore somewhere in France, and magically appears in Paris the next day, where you know we know there's space, and I find I don't have to understand the story of that, but just kind of that or the fact that we understand from the story that she's a little bit poorer, but then her her accents pretty well, the way she carries herself. A bourgeois from Tunis. So yeah, so it's, it's these little things, and then the, all the whole film is about these three characters, which is fine. They don't go anywhere, but then the ending kind of wraps it all up in a quick little button, like a little bow tie. So that's where kind of the tone of the film changes, and that that kind of grates you a little bit. But otherwise, when the actors were just doing what they were doing, they're wonderful. So it's a great film to to look at, to watch, to enjoy, but not necessarily one to study. <laughs> uh, but on that hand, though, you watch the prophet, the, the preacher. And that is it was a was a kind of well known book that kind of has been uh, developed into film and I heard a little bit from other people that was there were tiny bits of spoon feeding but otherwise it was all right how was it I mean it was a- 
okay. Uh, like, so it was the world premiere and had a red gala. So there's lots of high emotions because all the, you know, the filmmakers were there and the actors and actresses and the writers. So, the, you know, so like 40 minutes of that going on. And so I think there are lots of high emotions. You can just feel it. It was very uh, palatable in the air. And the film started and it's kind of, I think you're like a typical um, Egyptian commercial film. Well made, looked really slick. And I don't know anything about the book, to be honest with you, but the storyline is about this preacher who's this TV celebrity who kind of gives religious advice and answers questions but what it starts going into that he's also part of the system he's also controlled you know politics of religion hypocrisy you know the state and uh, controlling messages to an audience and how he's trying to like fight that in his way because you know he doesn't want to be too honest about his opinion because then he worries about his like show because he's been making great money like he's you know his first uh, Sheikh Hasi like you know um, show re- represented in cinema where he lives like in this great villa and he drives this fancy car and so it's really interesting seeing that because you kind of associate these uh, religious uh, uh, leaders you, you know they they live these very austere lives but so it was really interesting kind of I think introducing that to the um, the story and seeing that on the screen and so, yeah, I think it's one of those, like, you know, my mom would really like. I mean, sorry, that sounds really dismissive. But, like, it's great, but it's not, like, it, it's not, I didn't love it. And it felt it was, like, preaching to the converted. It also maybe shied away from trying to address the political side of things. It was very kind of surfacey level. So is it more mainstream, you watered down, kind of happy for cinema? Totally mainstream. And I think it is for a mainstream audience. But like I said, again, I mean, I'm, and again, with the emotions that I mentioned yesterday, because every, throughout the film, like, a lot of clapping. So, you know, he'll make these great statements you know islam is for everyone there are no uh shias and sunnis you know islam is for everyone and you know applause in the audience you know so i so it was interesting kind of watching that movie in in at the premiere <laughs> like i don't know how i would feel if i had watched it separately because i think it impacts your reaction to the film because then like with the, by the time there was a fourth or fifth clapping i was kind of rolling my eyes like guys come on you know <laughs> so so it's really interesting I, I guess what's awkward with that is that we get to a point where you can't really comment whether positive or negative versus just say oh you were great thank you move on yeah so but you know and if anything the the thought that stayed with me throughout is this should have been the opening film of the festival i thought this i think would have been a key message like i thought this would have been i think a relevant message totally making a statement and you know of the region versus opening with miss sloan which is about passing you know like i know gun laws and um I don't know, like U.S. politics, and I feel Peter maybe is more closer to this part of region because it starts like even the creative director of the uh, of the festival, you know. So yeah, this is a film like with its message where we're trying to uh, fight the uh, fundamentalism and how religion has been tarnished, and this is a film counteracting that. And I thought, oh, you know what? Why why wasn't this the opening film? Like that was the thought. Like this could have totally been a proper film festival opening film. And on that very, very interesting point that I will have to ponder on, uh, we will listen to what you and Faisal spoke about the other films. And with me is uh, Faisal Saleh from the podcast Where the Script At. Uh, today we both watched uh, two films uh, together, La La Land and uh, Only Men Go to the Grave. And uh, I think we both walked out with differing points of views for each film, so I'm interested to kind of have this discussion uh, and, and see why we liked and disliked uh, each film. So I think, let's start with La La Land, and what were your thoughts on La La Land? Uh, so La La Land is directed by Damien Chazelle, who uh, previously directed Whiplash two years ago, which uh, was a, sort of a surprise at the Oscars, because it was a very small film that uh, won, uh, what's his name, T- Simmons? Uh, the Oscar the, for Best Supporting Actor. And uh, I was very excited to watch La Land because I wanted to see what his next work would be. And I was pleasantly surprised that, to see that it was actually a very good film. 
I like Ryan Gosling. I like Emma Stone. I like old Hollywood uh, musicals, and this had all three of those things. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I think Damien Chazelle has a very bright future ahead of him. Uh, two, for my money, two knockout hits so far uh, with Whiplash and La La Land. So I really enjoyed it. All right. I, I enjoyed looking at it. Like, vi- fine, visually it looked good. There were great colors on the screen. But it just... Uh it didn't leave me with excitement. I was hoping I'd leave the cinema. I was wanting to sing and dance and, you know, swing around a tree. And I didn't feel that. Like, I remember when I walked out of Whiplash, I had this, there was this energy, especially because of the end scene. And I just did not have that energy at all from this film. I mean, my favorite thing about this film was Emma Stone. I thought she was fantastic. Just her face and her, uh, just her acting and her singing. And my favorite scene in it was the uh, the pool party when, you know, she, <laughs> she starts uh, putting in another quest and singing, uh, asking um, uh, Ryan Gosling to play Iran uh, by Flock of Seagulls, one of my favorite songs. And, and, and that was like such a fun because she was teasing and like I lo- that bit was so beautiful and fun to look at. But yeah, I mean, the rest of the film, I mean, totally there was this homage to old Hollywood, old studio system um, and kind of Hollywood like patting itself on the back. So I'm sure this is going to win awards because it's just kind of very self-referential that way. But yeah, my issue with it was it just, I didn't leave feeling excited and um, you know like I said wanting to kind of sing and, and just I just left with very low energy I, mean, I, I feel like uh, when I heard there was a, a musical akin to old Hollywood musicals I, I figured there would be a song almost every 15 to 20 minutes mm. uh, that wasn't the case it started with a very good mm. uh, song that started out the movie perfectly I thought and then we didn't get anything for a while and then all the uh, song numbers were sort of small in comparison to that big first one and they were sort of far apart mm. and even when there were musical numbers so uh, musical numbers there, some of them didn't even have singing in them it was just the music mm. itself which to some people might be a great thing but because of my expectations of it being a very much an old hollywood system musical it is much less than you would expect in terms of the number of songs but yeah, I guess that's why you would feel a little bit uh, underwhelmed mm-hmm. if you if you if that's what you expected. Uh, I I throughout the film started to realize this mm-hmm. and start to enjoy it even more okay. because of that. Uh, I feel like if I had to sort of compare this to a film from this year, it would be um, the Coen's Brothers film, also about old Hollywood, but that was set during old Hollywood. It was called uh, Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar was mm-hmm. of the time. Yes. So the way you would compare these two is they're both trying to do different things. That one was trying to portray the studio system in its time. Mm. And this is trying to take what they were doing back then and try to apply it to today. Which they both, I feel, did great. They both worked and they both succeeded in what they were trying to do. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was thinking that, like, how much thought was this? This is how much of this is an homage? How much of this is kind of yes, we're we're sh- we're playing the, the 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 system, the old Hollywood system, uh, studio system. Um, yeah, and I agree. The opening credit, I mean, it had a round of applause when it uh, <laughs> when the song it's ended, and that was like great because like, and that was like a super high energy song, and that's enough of that. Uh, well, for me anyway, it, it kind of slowed down. But yeah, Emma Stone is just always really great to watch on the big screen they could, they could they could cut two different films i feel from this one film one would be a one hour musical 
where it's just the music from start to finish. And the other one is just Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone and their story, and there would be no music at all. So I feel like there was a feel that there were two different films starting and stopping while watching this movie, because uh, while we're with Emma Stone's and Ryan Gosling's character, it, you kind of forget that this is a musical to begin with. Uh, the only connection is that Ryan Gosling's character himself is a musician. And let's say you take that away, they would just be in a rom-com or in, in a romance film. Uh, much like all the Ryan Gosling films that he's done. Well, not all, but most of Ryan Gosling films he's done in recent years. All right. So moving uh, to the other film we both watched uh, tonight, <coughs> the UAE film uh, titled uh, "Only Men Go to the Grave" by Abdullah Al Kabi, who's uh, it's his first feature film. He showed at Diff five years ago, I think, with a short, the philosopher that starred uh, Jean Reno. So that was like a big plug, and it was quite supported, and you know, it was, it was you know, it was, I enjoyed it, you know. Uh, but yeah, and he has been quiet, but it turns out he's been working on this film for five years, I think almost self-funding it, and, you know, he shot it in Iran. And so in a way, I like when a director just carries on making his work or her work without kind of the hoopla like we normally see with Emirati filmmakers because there is this kind of attention here with the press and all, and, and I feel it always puts more pressure on the filmmaker before we even see the film. There's a lot of praise and support and... and, and, and and I wish, you know, it wouldn't be th- overhyped. Like, overhype becomes uh, a factor that I feel sometimes is a hindrance. But this one, he's been working quietly away. And the first I hear of it is when I'm just going through the program. It's like, oh, there's this film by Abdullah Kabi, And uh, it's got Iraq and Iranian actors, but it's in Arabic language. And, and the topic, then even the description, like, it felt, okay, it's touching upon topics that are taboo. So I was really, really interested in, uh, in watching. I tried not to know as much as possible. Uh, about it and uh, and yeah I mean I walked out liking it and Faisal didn't and should we start with so, uh, why? I, I heard about this movie actually uh, about a month and a half ago I didn't know it was this movie I had heard about a film my friend told me about a film where the director has been going to Iran back and forth for the last five years trying to direct this one film and he told me about the story of the guy. He said he was his friend, and I didn't. He didn't tell me what the title was. And then today, as it starts, I realized that's the film I heard of two months ago. And uh, to start, I just want to say I really wanted to like it. I mean, I I, I always go into Emirati films thinking, all right, let, let please let this be the one. Let please let this be the one that makes me the proudest cinephile around. And uh, so maybe, yeah, like maybe just a bit of background, like there has been discussion between Faisal and I about Emirati films and how we've, at least between the two of us and based on our taste, we haven't seen anything that we think is wow, we think is great. I mean, we're not going to name any of the titles no. now. And this one, just because I think it's different, maybe we need to kind of say a bit about what it is. And uh, it's about this woman who dies with a secret. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're trying to figure out what the secret is. And she's got two daughters and one daughter ran away to get married because she wasn't allowed to marry the man she loves. And another girl, uh, the other daughter was forced to marry into a family. Uh, the father passes away. But there's this other woman living in the house where they're all referring to as auntie and um and so this is set in iran and after the iraq iran war so late 80s and um i mean abdallah said this is a film kind of celebrating the diverse arab women in the region so that was kind of one of the reason why we have these different actresses and uh and where it was filmed but so the secret which i mean i don't know i don't want to give it away um uh, but it definitely 
touches on topics that are quite taboo to the Middle East region, uh, uh, more so in the Gulf region. So, like, I think it was quite brave of him to go there. And so that's kind of a bit about the story. But back to just our thoughts now after seeing it. Yeah, so, um, like I said, I wanted to like it. It started out very well, I thought. Uh, first 15 minutes uh, were, were great. The, the opening titles really need to be uh, commented on because they are could be the opening titles for any European film, I thought. They were done very, very well. Uh, and then the movie started, and it sort of didn't as well, because it became very slow for me, personally. Uh, I, I always go with instinct with film, and with, with this film, I uh, my instinct was uh, pick up the pace. Uh, just do something, move it along. And, and uh, by the end, uh, I feel like uh, the, the way it ends is great, but the journey there, I felt, was not worth it. Um, like I said, I really wanted to like this movie, and I hope people do like it. I, 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 my opinion does not equal to you not seeing the film. I feel like everyone should watch the film and see if they would like it or not, uh, because it's worth watching for the amount of effort this man has put into his work. And it's, it's effort worth... Uh, checking out. It's effort worth trying to see whether you like or not. So that's that's just my opinion on the film. Um, yeah, interesting. You said. I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't think pace was an issue. I mean, it was just over eighty minutes, if I'm uh, if I remember correctly. Like, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel it dragged on. Uh, there was a rhythm that I was enjoying, and and it's shot like mostly in one location. So it's one house, and there's interior and exterior. So it's a very simple set. And it's just it's very character based and. And it's not necessarily heavy with dialogue. And I know you compared it to Sierra Nevada, which is 173 minutes, and you said that passed by really quickly. Yeah, yeah. We watched that two days ago, and it's uh, it's almost a three-hour Romanian film, also set in only one location. Well, 90% set in one location. But uh, the great thing about that was that the dialogue was so snappy and back and forth, and, and you had to keep stay with it and, and pay attention to every word said that it passed the time so well and, and you, you felt like you were in that room with them. You didn't feel like you were watching a film at, uh, at most times. Uh, with this film, I feel like there, there, was, there was an attempt at balance, at plot, at the beautification of the screen, uh, all of which cl- clashing together at the same time, trying to dominate the screen. Uh, the words wanted to be prominent. The background wanted to be prominent. The actors wanted to be prominent. The camera wanted to show you things that... Y- thinks you should be paying attention to so i all this time felt you're doing too much all at the same time Mm. now i have to stress i think this director is brilliant this movie should put him on a better path towards better films as a first effort an effort that took five years to finish even though I didn't like it, I think it's a, a good effort. I, th- I think there's a, a lot good to say about it. I personally may be, at this moment, not a big fan of it. Maybe in a couple of years I could see it again and, and, and think differently. I hope the director keeps on going because this is the, the work of someone who will only get better. Mm. And I feel it's someone who's committed to his art. And like I said, I mean, he, he just carried on working on his own. So, I'm, I mean, I, I'm sure he, you know, the struggles of finance. and uh, But, you know, when you hear... Stories like imagination funding, X, Y, Z, and and my question is why wasn't a film like this supported by them? But nevertheless, I mean, I don't know what decisions are made and how they're made, but I feel like it's his first feature, um, and it's not like a badly made film, so there is this effort in trying to 
present a good piece of art. Uh, yeah, things like, you know, if did the dialogue feel clunky? I also think about it might be, is it to do with the language? Because uh, all uh, most of the actors Arabic is in their native language, so they learned Arabic for the film. And so that's, I think, part of maybe the issue. I'm not apologizing for no. things that doesn't sound, you know, that didn't kind of bode well for your viewing but like you know just things to bear in mind you know and um and but yeah i just think commendable effort a for kind of like you know proper independent film as far as i can tell uh you know not giving up like five years is a long time and i can imagine like he's changed in those five years you know like he's 29 so imagine when he started and he like so yeah doing the q a I, you know, he talked about how, yeah, the script changed and and how he wanted to kind of focus on, on women and the gen- role of gender, and and not just kind of always positioning the Arab woman as the victim, as the one that's struggling. That there are strong women that stand up for them or fight for their what they want in life. So it's like for that, it's admirable, and I cannot you know dismiss this film and it is this it's a film that needs to be seen if people are curious about uae films this is the one to see at this festival to be honest with you and it is screening again and um it's uh, and I hope it gets cinema release. I hope these the taboo oh. topics does not hinder that. What do you think? I hope so. I I mean it, it feels at this moment that it's not the sort of thing that would get a cinema release. Uh I hope it does without any censorship. That being said, I think he and whoever is helping him with the production and the distribution take it all around Europe. I think I think this movie would really be uh, admired and appreciated all around Europe, even South America, maybe East Asia. But I think he should do the theater, uh, the uh, sorry, festival rounds all around Europe, see what they think in every country, how they react to it differently. Because I think that's that's going to be the learning experience there, the reaction from every different culture and nationality and the way they absorb films. I think however the reaction was tonight, which was quite uh, loving and and, and, uh, supportive, uh, that should only be one opinion. I feel like he should take it all around. That doesn't mean that he'll find people who disagree or dislike it. Just opinions that will make him better. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Feedback and and reactions from different parts of the world. Yeah. I, I hope it does uh, go on a, on the festival circuit. And uh, yeah. Thanks for this conversation. It was my pleasure. Hopefully we talk again soon because hopefully we're watching films uh, more films the rest of this yeah, week. Ho- hopefully on on Tuesday maybe uh, the Ben Wheatley film Free Fire. Okay. All right. We'll uh, try to catch you then. Thank you.